I got a question for you. Do you think that everybody thinks the same way you think? Because that's a really common fallacy. You know, we always hear the term, if I were them, this is what I would do. The issue is, they're not you. Nobody else is you except for you. And everybody in this world has a different way of thinking and a different personality type. And because of that, we can't treat other people's the same way we would treat ourselves because they're not the same. So if you want to relate to people, you've really got to understand their different personality types and how to adjust to each. And there's all different personality tests you could do, right? There's the Myers-Briggs, there's the DISC assessment, you have the Enneagram, and a whole bunch of more others. But all of these require you to actually take an assessment to figure it out. But what happens if you have somebody right in front of you? And you're trying to diagnose it on the spot so you can relate to them. Well, that's what this episode is about. In this episode, I'm going to talk about a framework that I call STARE. And using the STARE framework in order to figure out what the personality type is of the person you have in front of you. And how can you directly and immediately adjust so that you can make a deeper connection with them to either help your negotiations, to help in your partnership deals, to help in your personal life, and to help in your sales. So if you ever wanted to learn how to assess someone's personality on the spot, make sure you listen to this entire episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance. From business and health to wealth and love, discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighter, and welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host here, Coach George Wang, helping you to sell more, serve more, and live better. And today we're going to talk about the topic of personality types. Because I think there's a there's a very common fallacy that people think that other people should think like them. And that's entirely untrue. If you didn't know this about me, I spent a little over eight years as a professional poker player. And this is where I really learned this topic because, you know, in poker and in life, if you think that other people are going to behave in situations the same way you would or react to the same things the same way you would, you're going to be, you're going to have to take a bunch of bad things, mishappenings in your life. Because the things that you want to happen, if you believe this, are just not going to happen. And this happened all the time at the poker table. If I would think that somebody would make a certain play in a certain scenario, bet a certain size, uh, you know, make a certain play with a certain type of hand, because that's what I would do, then I would get infinitely surprised many, many times and lose a lot of money. And so you've got to really understand the other person. Like, how do they think? Why do they think like this? And how can I adjust to their thinking style? Now, in this episode, we're not going to be talking about how to adjust to them in poker, but we're going to be talking about how to adjust to people when we're dealing with them one-on-one -on -one in a way that we want to connect with them. So whether that's you know selling a product of yours to somebody or maybe creating some type of partnership deal, uh, maybe getting an investor, or just dealing with people in your personal life. 
you know, somebody that you have right in front of you that you want to connect with more, a friend, a family member, a lover, I don't know who it is. Maybe somebody you just met at a networking event. How do we adjust to their personality types? Now, this isn't something like the Enneagram test or the Myers-Briggs or the DISC assessment because those type of tests, you've got to really take this like long questionnaire and fill out. And what are you going to do? Be at a networking event and be like, hey, can you fill out this form for me and I can run it through a machine and I'll figure out exactly what personality type you are so then I can know how to deal with you and to talk to you better? Like that doesn't really make any sense. So what you're going to learn today is a little simple framework that I call STARE, S-T-A-R-E. Not like stairs walking up a set of stairs, but like staring at somebody. So it's S-T-A-R-E. And it's an acronym. It's a five personality type framework that I use in order to quickly try to figure out what someone's general personalities are. Now, this isn't all encompassing, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's not going to be as detailed as the Myers-Briggs or an Enneagram or anything like that, or the DISC assessment. But it's enough where you can adjust to people on the spot and know what their general likes and dislikes are and how to uh, how to uh, adjust to each. So today, we're going to talk about what are each of the personality types, and how do we relate and react with each of them. And to kind of give you examples as I go along, I'm going to use the example of me pitching or selling a sales course to somebody, to an entrepreneur, an online entrepreneur, or somebody like that, uh, because that's what I do, right? So uh, it's one of the programs I have is a sales course. So that's, that's the framework or that's the example I'm going to be using throughout today's episode. But you can replace sales course here with anything, right? You can replace sales course, when I say sales course, with your own product or your own business idea if you're pitching to somebody. Or you can even replace it with yourself if you are trying to pitch yourself to maybe a would-be life partner, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, or just a new friend. So just feel free to replace, when I use sales course or sales program, with whatever it is you have going on in your life. So let's go over the STAIR uh, framework first. So let's let's talk about STAIR. It's an acronym. S-T-A-R-E. And that stands for stability, which is the S, technical for the T, action is the A, relationships for the R, and expressives for the E. So again, that's STARE, S-T-A-R-E, stability, technical, action, relationships, and expressives. So we're going to go through these one by one and talk a little bit about them. So let's start with S, which is stability. So when you run into this type of person, this is the type of person whose general personality is, you know, they like things to stay pretty consistent in their lives. They don't really like change. They don't like huge swings up and down. They think that nice and slow and steady wins the race. This type of person typically likes rules, right? They like when things are kind of in black and white. Uh, so they know exactly what to do. So it's pretty rule-based, and they like to uh, hold on to tradition. So they're pretty tradition-based as well, which makes sense because they don't like change. So they would like traditions, if that makes sense. So if you kind of get a hint that you're you're dealing with this kind of person, then what you want to do is you don't want to talk about how new and exciting something is. You know, how much this is going to change everything and how, you know, different things are going to be after, right? Or how you can do whatever you want when you have this program or when whatever it may be, right? Or when you become my friend or whatever, 
Instead, you want to focus on how it's going to bring stability into their lives. Focus on structure, predictability, and certainties, right? Don't focus on certainties. Don't focus on variabilities. So to give you an example, if I was going to sell a sales course to them, I would emphasize and talk to them about how joining my program would allow them to have consistent sales in their business so that they don't have to deal with the peaks and valleys of a normal sales cycle, but instead be able to generate predictable revenue and a steady cash flow. So that's the S. Next up is T, which stands for technical. And this is the group that loves to know how things work. You know, they love the why and the how. And this group can sometimes be pretty academic. Uh, you know, they like they tend to like school and maybe have a bunch of degrees. Sometimes not, but they love to read or learn in some format. They tend to be very, very knowledge. Or they love knowledge, so they might be knowledgeable. Uh, whether they get it from books or from watching History Channel, watching documentaries, but they love that stuff. Accuracy is also very important to this group. So, uh, for instance, 2.5 is not the same as 2.57 to them, right? There's a difference. So if you're relating to this group, make sure you tell them the details, the nitty-gritty, and Focus a little bit more on the logical side of things, making good, solid arguments for it. And, you know, I used, I always say to people that, like, you have to sell to people emotionally, right? People connect emotionally with things before they buy something. But interestingly enough, with this group, good logic actually makes them emotionally secure. And also knowing the details of something, how and why something works also allows them to feel emotionally secure in their choice. So in our sales course example, if I were selling to somebody in this group, I would emphasize to this person how much they're going to learn from this program. I would talk about all the different specific techniques, all the different strategies, and how intricate and how precise each one of them are in order for them to get the success that they want. I'd also give them, you know, numbers with success rates and data and things like that to really hone in on the value of the program for them. So that's the technical group. Let's go on to A, which is for action. And by the way, this is the group that uh, is my strongest one. A is probably the strongest one for me. I, I, I definitely uh, fit into the action group. <laughs> And this is the group that's really spontaneous, right? They love to just go, 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 go. Uh, they really care about freedom. So freedom is going to be a high value for them. Uh, they also tend to care about aesthetics and, and appearances, right? So so you'll notice like this group tends to like make themselves look a little bit better most of the time. Uh, and, I, and I don't mean like pretty or anything like that. I'm just saying they, they like to, you know, make sure they're dressed properly when they go out. Um, they care about the way certain things look, right? They're really into aesthetics. Uh, although you will typically find that the action group is also the group which typically has the messiest cars. So that's that's a good little indication. If you see cars that are a little bit dirty and stuff, you know, kind of all over the place, then that's them because they're too much go, go, go to think about detailing their cars or, or cleaning them. Um, these This group is usually pretty good at handling risk. 
Uh, and there you go. I was a poker player. Makes sense, right? Uh, and they're usually very optimistic, which is another thing you need in poker, right? You need to be optimistic that you're going to win long term, especially on when you have like a losing streak for a couple days. So, uh, so that's kind of like how the action group thinks. Uh, so when you're relating with this group, you know, you don't want to be too analytical with them. You don't want to talk about how nice and easy things are going to be. You know, you really want to, when you're dealing with this group, you want to get to the point. Don't beat around the bush and talk about how whatever you're talking with them is, is going to get them into motion, right? Talk about excitement. This group likes that new and spontaneity of things. They like action, so speak to them in ways that are get that are going to get them into action. So with this group, if I was selling them a sales course, I'd focus with them on how they can take lessons, uh, not just from each module, but like each individual lesson and apply it immediately and see that growth in their business or in their sales happen immediately as soon as they do something about it. You know, I'd even challenge them to, you know, take action and just say, you know, go through one module or go through one lesson and put into action. If you don't get massive results immediately, come back to me and I'll give you a refund, whatever it may be. Right. But I would really push them into action. Um, and, and they like that. They like challenges that, that get them moving. So that's the action group. The next one is R for relationships. Now, as it might sound, this group, the relationship group, loves groups, right? They love people. They're very, very social. And one of their primary drivers is either how they can help others or how they can be a part of something with other people. So they love joining groups like, you know, Lions Club, you know, sometimes being nonprofits, things like that. But they love to be a part and associated with groups. Uh, they can also, by the way, they can also be in relationship with animals, so a good amount of vets, uh, veterinarians, actually fall into this category uh, for relationship-based people. They usually have pretty good to very, very, very good communica- communication skills. And they're usually more motivated by helping other people than making money. They'll take the money. They like the money. But their primary motivation is helping others. So... When and if you're interacting with somebody in the relationships group, focus on the unity, the collective experience, the joining of people of whatever it is that you're discussing. Focus on how whatever you're doing right now, whatever you're speaking with them about is going to help them help other people or bring other people together or have them become a part of something that involves people and really focus on that connection with other people. So, for instance, again, with a sales program, when I'm selling this to somebody who's a relationship-based personality, instead of focusing on how much money they'll make, I'll focus on how much they'll be able to help people, how they can really connect with their customers and their prospects and build stronger bonds with them. And the way I'll teach them to do that is with all the psychological principles that they're going to learn in the course. Because with these psychological principles, they can not only improve their sales interactions, but they'll be able to build on all of the relationships in their lives. So that is the relationship group. The last group is E, which stands for expressive. And when you think about expressive, think about the artistic type. 
you'll know an expressive when you see one because they love to dress differently than what's the standard in their local society. So they're really, again, really artistic. They're, you know, can might be able to tell by their hair might be a little bit different. Um, their style of dress, they might have big glasses, small glasses, you know, things like that. The art, the expressive type doesn't like rules. They really, really like to break rules, actually. They're all about individuality and what's different about them. So if they start to work somewhere and you tell them what to do and you give them X, Y, Z, instead of starting with X, Y, Z, they'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. I can do that differently. I can do that better my own way. And then they'll try to do it their own way first. Uh, um, so that that's how you can tell when you have an expressive. So when you're dealing with an expressive, speaking with them, talking to them, whatever it may be, focus on how they can take whatever you have, whatever you're talking to them about or dealing with them about, and make it how they can make it individualized for themselves. Right? Focus on how they can change it and manipulate it and create something of their own. They love creation. So talk about how they can create something of their own out of it. Focus on the uniqueness, how they can create something unique or how they will be unique because of this. Whatever you do, do not make whatever you're selling them or dealing with them about seem rigid and rule-based. They hate rules and rigidity. So they prefer to break the rules. So if you are going to talk about rules, talk about how they can break rules with this. So again, in the example, if I were selling my sales course to somebody in this group, I would talk to them about not just the process, because we do teach process. We do teach here step one, step two in a sales process. But instead of focusing on that, I would focus on how they can take the information and then take what we teach them and then use it however they want, telling them how, hey, you're going to get a basic set of tools, but now that you have this basic tool set, you can mold and manipulate this tool set to the way you want, however you please, in order to generate the amount of sales and revenue business that you want. And it can be as much and as little as you want. You make those rules. That's entirely up to you. And you can take this system, take these processes, and make it your own. You can manipulate it. You can create something unique out of it that's going to be the sales system, the sales processes that only you have that will be different from everybody else in the world. So that's how I would uh, sell it to my programs to an expressive person. And that's the overall profile of the expressive. So there you have it. Those are the five personality types. Again, that's STARE, S-T-A-R-E, which stands for stability, technical, action, relationships, and expressive. Again, it is a big fallacy to think that people will think like you do. That is never the case. There are at least five different personality styles that you'll deal with, and each one of these is your own or needs their own unique approach. So the problem is if you use your own natural speech the way you'd normally speak to people and relate to people, you'll typically only attract one type. And that happens to be the type that you are. Surprise, surprise, right? Small caveat to this though, by the way, this is not like something where you're only one and you're not any of the other. This is more like a scale or a spectrum where everything is in order. So you might be, uh, for instance, you might be a high stability, 
but you also your second one might also be very high where it's a high relationship and then the rest technical action and expressive might be all lower right uh, so so it's like uh, imagine you had 100 points and you had to divide in between these five sometimes you'll have one that's like 90 points and the rest are like 2222 right but some you might you sometimes you might have one that's like 30 points and then the second one might be like 26 points and then you might have one that's like 15 10 and 3 if that makes sense uh, obviously that, that math none of what i said equals 100 but uh, i'm just doing this on the fly here but i'm just trying to get you to imagine what it's like and the point is it's more of like a continuum it's not like a black and white this is what you are and this is what you're not um i know if uh, uh if you are a technical person and i said it's not black and white you probably just hated that right um but that's what it is um, so just know that you might have people who kind of run on, uh, have one or two that are really high. For instance, I myself, uh, am definitely action. That is my number one for sure. But then the technical, the T is also a pretty high second for me. Um, and then I think probably relations would be somewhere in the middle. Like I love relationships. I love people. So that'd be a strong third for me. And, um, stability and expressive are both pretty low. So I'm not sure how low, but they're both pretty low for me. So, uh, so that, that's, that's my, uh, general personality profile. So if you want to deal with me, then you, now you have it, right? Talk to me in action words first, but teach me the technical side of it also, and focus on how I'm also going to help, uh, uh, people with this and get connected to people, but always bring it back to the action part. So here's my challenge to you. Listen to this episode again, study these five personality types, study with your closest friends and see if you can pin which one they are, or which how they fall on the spectrum, right? If they have one or two that are highest, see if you can figure it out with your closest friends. It's a little easier with your closest friends because you've spent a lot of time with them, so you can kind of just, in your own head, start to figure it out. Then, try practicing with strangers and see if you can understand faster which personality type they are. With practice, you'll be able to figure it out quicker and you'll be you'll be able to adjust to them quicker. And if you keep practicing, you'll be able to adjust to them almost instantly and at will. This is a huge skill. And if you get really good at this skill, if you continually practice this skill and all the other skills that we've talked about in this podcast, learn, grow and develop yourself so you can be the best person that you are each and every single day then that is how you live a life of freedom on your terms. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode. Really appreciate you for you being here. If you haven't done so yet, leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening to. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us so much. And I thank you so much for listening. Be back next week with an all new episode. <laughs>